on Monday, January 15th, you and I were together and a fan basically sent us a press release from the Federal Professional Hockey League suspending you indefinitely. What's up, everybody? AJ Galanti here, Talking Trash Podcast, episode 11. Mark Messier. We had a secondary guy, too. Mark Messier. Bruce Boudreaux. Bruce Boudreaux was 11. number 11, yeah. Oh, guys, what a, what, a, uh, what a week and a half. What a two weeks it's been. It's been two weeks, yeah. We didn't have an episode last week. We apologize. We're going to get into exactly why that happened. And uh, it has been a whirlwind. I don't know how many podcasts can say within 11, 12 episodes there's been stuff like this happening for them. It's been absolutely crazy. Um, and first and foremost, I just want to say, and this is, you know, I, I wanted to kind of put this out there the first episode, and I, I let it go. You know, a lot of people said, like, why are you doing a podcast? Why are you starting a podcast and this and that? Because it's not really in my nature, believe it or not. I, I'm, You know me. I'm low-key. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like to put myself out there that much. I like to build other people up, build things in general. But what's happening recently with us, and more specifically you, is exactly why I wanted to start a podcast, okay? I'm very old school, right? And the thing with being old school is it's tough this day and age. And my dad always taught me you got to adjust with the times. And, um, you know, now, listen, coming up with a podcast wasn't some novel idea. I mean, everyone's got a podcast, right? But I think we're a unique podcast. But the reason I wanted to start a podcast was to have a platform for the BS that goes on sometimes. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like if you're in 2024, even if it's just a social media, I mean, look, there's a lot of old timers that don't want that stuff. But in 2024, you have to have some sort of platform. And this is why it's not, you know, we have fun with it. We have our reasons why we're doing it. But for me personally, the reason why is to be able to push back sometimes. And we, you have been a trending hockey player the past, you know, year or so, but the past two weeks, you, Mr. Diamond Hands, have been a very hot commodity, a very hot topic for a lot of different reasons. And we're going to get into why that is. So, I mean, I, I don't even, again, we don't prep too much. I mean, I don't even know where to start. I guess we got to start on Monday, January 15th. Um, you and I were together and a fan basically sent us a press release from the Federal Professional Hockey League suspending you indefinitely. Uh, indefinitely to me means permanently. I mean, you could it's suspending you indefinitely. I don't know what it means. And uh, I guess from your point, what what happened? Yeah, I mean, um there's a lot of things that happened um, in the process of it, but, you know, that obviously caught us off guard. I had no heads up from, you know, obviously our organization didn't say anything or whether they knew or not, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, like I didn't hear anything about it. I basically, like I said, or like you said, we found out from a fan and then it was online. It was on the website and that was the first we heard of it. And uh, we were told that was the first that our organization heard of it. Like I said, I don't know how that would even be a thing but yeah like that's kind of what happened we kind of got caught off guard with it um 
you know, issues with what happened. I think like, you know, as much as I, I know everything happens for a reason, the the thing that kind of hurt the most, the kind of that was like a little bit of a dagger to to everything we have going on and me and my family, which I thought was kind of disrespectful, was just the fact they had me serve 16 games of the suspension um, and then make the decision. So so essentially you just let me sit there and, and wait around and not play games and then you decided that you didn't want me to play anymore where I could have been gone. I could have moved on. Um, you know, they could have they could have done it the right way. They could have reached out to me and said, you know, they didn't even have to put a press release out. They could have just reached out to me privately and said, hey, we don't think, you know, maybe you should move on, whatever. And I would have moved on. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it was uh, it was it was a little upsetting the way it was handled. Um, it was it was a little upsetting the way I found out about it. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. I know that I've been through much, much worse things in my life and much harder things in my life. And I knew the second that it happened. And I said this to you and, and a lot of people that I love that. As soon as it happened, I knew there was a reason for it. Um, so, yeah. Well, I, I think we should have started out with January 15th. Like I said, we were at the gym, right? Um, I want to read the press release that the Federal Professional Hockey League put out. And it, it was, again, no no heads up from anyone. And, again, that's not a shot at anybody you know, in the Danbury organization. They may have— not gotten a heads up themselves. The way I see the Federal League running things, the more I believe they probably didn't give a heads up to Danbury. You know what I'm saying? So I want to read. So so I'm going to read for you people. Um, this is the press release that came out January 15th, uh, 2024. Now, real quick, you haven't got played a game since November 7th, I believe. Okay. Um, I, I think it might have been. Uh, early December or late November. It was definitely after. I, I feel. I feel like. I feel like you were suspended before we started the podcast, and we started. I had remember I had the baby was coming, and then so I had a little bit of time off, and then that was my game back. And uh, I, had, I had a rough week. I was in the hospital, and then I played that game, played two shifts, and then got suspended. So long story, I had already missed long, long, a handful of games. Long story short. Before I read this press release, long story short, it's been way over a month since you played a game. Yes, yeah. So the press release reads, Daniel Amesbury suspension and procedure change, January 15th. Effective immediately, the FPHL has decided to place Daniel Amesbury on an indefinite suspension from the league. He will no longer be allowed to participate in any practices or on-ice functions at any capacity with any team in the FPHL. This decision came... come. They, that's a typo. This decision has come after much discussion over the past few weeks with members of our league board of governors, attorneys, and FPHL staff. The league's dedication to improving player safety comes first and foremost. That Sorry, that made me chuckle. The <laughs> FPHL has the right to deny any personnel from participating in FPHL games if it's deemed in the best interest of the league. And then there's a lot of yada, yada, yadas in there. Um where do I even begin with this press release? Okay, pretty, pretty vague. Pretty, pretty. So first things first, and, and again, you know, like we said, both of us, we're very old school. We don't right away when this came out. As mad as I, I mean, I was. You saw me. I was strapped up, ready to go to war. Like I was mad because you're a brother to me, and I ride with my family. Period. Um, don't let all this podcast, the hee hee and the ha has fool you. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't play around. Take that how you want to take it. But my point is, I was livid. You, I know you were upset. 
um, it, it was a whirlwind. And I, the first thing we said to each other is let's just stay cool. Let, let's let the dust settle. There's gotta be a reason and we'll figure everything out. And again, I'm not your agent. I'm not your manager. I'm not, I mean, you want to call me an advisor, whatever. We're brothers. I'm always going to be with you just like you're with me. And, and I'm reading this. And again, you got to remember, there's an old saying in life, okay? My dad used to tell me, okay? There's an old saying, don't piss on me and tell me it's raining, okay? Like, I know the different, like, I've written press releases, okay, from all different angles. So, I, I you have to, you know, the, the, the key to any good press release is who, what, when, where, why, yeah. okay? All I see is a bunch of who and no why, okay? Yeah. Like, how do you... And again, you hadn't played, and we got to really check this when the suspension was. I think it was December 2nd or something. Regardless, we're talking a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, now, again, yeah. we're not even, we don't even know if this decision is based off that suspension to begin with because yeah, there's said, no why. We still don't know, really, technically. Dude, like when I make us. a fight graphic for our boxers, or even you, it's who, what, when, where, why. There's yeah. no why in here. Yeah. Okay, so... Be that as it may, let's just assume it's because you're the big bad wolf and um, they're going to base it off the suspension. All right. Um, listen, I don't want to bore the audience with there's so many things I can go through this. And again, it's really not my fight. I'm not looking to attack anyone. You know me. I'm, I, I don't I don't attack people. Even when I'm attacked, I don't really attack back. But when I feel family to me is being attacked, then we got a We got a serious issue. And also with everything we're doing together, I took it as a personal attack on myself and I had a serious issue with that. Um, and one thing about me is transparency is very important to me. Okay. Good, bad, or indifferent. You got to be transparent. This league is talking about player safety. Do we really got to go into, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen. The FPHL has a couple decisions to make when this pod is done. Cause I'm sure they're going to hear it. And one of the things is I'm hoping they're going to issue an apology. But be that as it may, they really don't want to go tit for tat because if we're going to talk about what they what they say is player safety is their first interest, I don't think they want to go down that 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 road. But I think what, we all know if there was player safety was the first interest, then there there would be a little bit different structure around the league. And yeah, they wouldn't have to worry about um, guys getting hurt because yeah. they'd be taken care of. Well, we don't, we're not going to go down there again. I'm yeah. not looking to attack the league, but but what this is pent up almost two weeks of frustration here. Um, watching, uh, you know, your name getting dragged through the mud with certain things, and and I sat there, and and you know, it's very it's very tempting to wanna write back to people online, but I'm I'm not a cornball. I'm 37 years old, right? So I'm like, we got a platform. Let let's just let let it simmer. Let's figure this thing out. That's how we do it. All right. And I again, let's just let's just assume, right? Let's just assume they're basing this indefinite suspension off your suspension. Uh, you know, the last game you played. First and foremost, that was over a month and a half ago. Like you said, when you got suspended 18 games, people were flabbergasted because, first of all, let's be real. That wasn't an 18-game suspension yeah. um, hit. Number two, I remember you and I talked about let's appeal this hit. You know, let's appeal the suspension. And we were told in so many words it's not even worth appealing. Well, the 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 situation, and this was kind of, a, kind of what p- bothered me is – we were told that if we appealed it, it would go to a board, which would include all the 
all the teams around the league, yeah. and then they could potentially give me more of a suspension or make it in, uh, indefinite. Yes. So we decided, or I didn't decide, the organization decided we're not going to appeal it because we don't we don't want to take the risk. It's like fighting something in court. You know, we're just going to take the plea sure. deal. We're yeah. just going to take the plea deal and take it dry, and then we don't have to worry about getting more time. And so we didn't appeal it. Nobody appealed it. There was no fight. And then they still decided they do it to do anyway. It. So we might as well have appealed it. We might as well have fought it. Um, well, listen, so listen, yeah. again, I'm not looking to attack people. It's not my nature to, especially through a podcast or social media. I'm a face-to-face guy. I'm starting to learn a little bit more because I've been so angry these two weeks. I'm starting to learn more why going to an appeal would have been useless. I'm not going to say why. I think people in the league know why. Um but still, like you said, you can't, this is like playing with your little sister a board game and you're about to win in Candyland and then they decide, uh, no, you got to start back at, uh, at the beginning, you yeah. know, in the beginning. What kind of craziness, and I'm going to, like like I said, you know, I told Ames, you know, we got to keep this civil to a point, but, you know, what kind of league, and not even in the trasher days, the wild, wild west, was the league trying to change rules as they went along? I mean, and this isn't just with you. I'm seeing these press release, these people, these clown cakes, just deciding <laughs> to change the rules. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been a pretty tough look the last couple of weeks. And like, like I said, creating putting my whole situation aside, there's been a lot of like rule changes and then readdressing, and then the fans are just the fans are well, all over the board listen, making a joke about it. So. If you, listen, here's the thing, right? And it's, going back to the trasher days and everything else, the fans are the number one thing. Yes, players obviously, but the fans. If you keep fans in the lurch, like what fans don't know what the hell's going on. What what's next? Are you gonna? I mean. Are you like, it's crazy what's going on. And again, I'm not going to sit here and bore the audience and go over all the things that I've personally seen. And, um, but it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but here's what really frosted my cookies, right? So we waited two, three days. We waited to see if the league was going to come out with their reasoning. We were waiting to see, you know, if, if the organization was going to have an answer or, or we didn't know. And again, this isn't a blame game. We're not blaming anybody or, or things like that. But we're sitting back waiting. I got fans hitting me up. You know what I mean? What's going on? What's I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Hitting you up. What's going on? We don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, so then we decided we were in Champs Boxing Club and we decided, you know what? Let's let's take the the, the bull by the horns and we are going to personally write an email. Yeah. You yeah. personally write an email to the league. Yeah. And. Which we, you know, which we did, we did and yeah. I'm, and listen, I'm a transparent guy. Here it is. Well, okay, we'll put it up. We'll put this, it up. You we're gonna put it up. It. You yeah. guys can read it. I'm not gonna sit here. I already bored you with a press release. I'm not gonna bore you with the email. But we wrote to Commissioner Kernan and the FPHL board right there, um, an email dated January 16th, two days after they came out with their press release, and um, no response still. Basically, it's been 10 days. basically, we we asked them, hey, you know what? Um, why can we, we, we were, and when I say we, you know, we're a tag team, right? So you requested like, Hey, can we, can, we'll come up to you. We'll come up to the league offices. Can we yeah. talk about this? Yeah, like, we requested a, an in-person meeting, okay. which we've, that's another thing too. It's like, how many games have I been suspended? And I haven't even had a league meeting. So like, how is it that we haven't had a single league meeting? Like I've, I've never, first of all, the biggest suspension I've gotten outside of this league was five games. 
and a five-game suspension was an immediate league meeting, right? Yeah. And that was like most leagues, that's kind of a thing. You know what I mean? You get a five-game suspension, you get a big suspension, they're going to have a league meeting. They're going to talk to you. Yeah, and they're going to talk to you and explain, hey, this is where you cross the line. This is what we want, expect out of our players. This is how we want to brand our, our league or stuff like that. Um, we're talking, I've been suspended, what, now 40 games, including this 18-gamer eight, or whatever, or something like that, and I've never had a league meeting. I've never talked to anybody from the league about my suspensions or anything like that. So that, to me, is baffling, and it doesn't really make sense to me. Um, so, and, well, and listen, that's what we're requesting. It's, it's, we, we, and we're going to put the email up. We requested to meet. Whether they came here, whether we went to them, just to why. It wasn't a confrontational thing. You'll read the email, okay? It wasn't confrontational. It was like, hey, you know, this man has kids. He's got a family. And um, you know what? Like you said, we didn't appeal. And when I say we, I'm talking names. You didn't appeal, okay? You took it like a man, even though it was a bunch of BS. And you know what? You stayed loyal. You waited. You said, hey, you know what? We'll wait. We'll do the. We'll start the podcast. Yeah. We got. We had stuff with Rough and Rowdy. As much as we wanted to come on here right away and just throw the league through the mud. No, we, did, we, we didn't, didn't do no, that. No, no, and that's why we waited. I always yeah. tell people we talked about this. I don't jump on news stories right away either. I let the dust settle. It. It took this one though. This situation was very hard for me not to go off and, yeah. and go straight Nas Ether mode. Okay, yeah. for those who know what especially that is. when you're seeing all the stuff online, and all you, the rumors. Nobody yeah, knows what's going on, and, and it's okay. And you know what. You can't blame the fans. They yeah. don't know any better because yeah. no one is saying why. And um, you know what? I take hockey. I take hockey and sports out of it. Take whether you like Daniel Amesbury. First of all, you all would like him if he was on your team. But let's take out whether he's a dirty player, not a dirty player, hard nose. The bottom line is this, okay? This is bigger than sports. You can't sit there and decide to trade. That's like me, it's okay? Com- it's communism. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's a lot like that. If you, you know, want to put like, the hey, definition we, of it you know up, what I mean, that, like, I mean, you can't just sit there and decide. Um, hey, Joe Blow, uh, you know what? I don't like him. Uh, we'll suspend him two games. Then when game two's about to expire, ah, eh, four more games. I mean, yeah. what kind of craziness is this? I'm saying if these people were Italian, it'd be a Rico case. Oh yeah, no okay. Kidding, yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah, and, yeah. and again, I'm sitting there, and we're brothers, man. And we got a lot going on, and I'm going to support you no matter what. Because real brothers, that's what it is. But I don't like when I see people I care about attacked. And um, I'm not going to sit there and just take it. Um, Is this my fight? Technically, no. But it is my fight because if you're really rallying with somebody, good, bad, and indifferent, that's that's how I was raised. I'm going to ride with this man um, till the wheels fall off. Then we ride the rims. I don't like what they're doing. And it's not just you. Like you said— Coming up with new rules, suspending coaches, suspending this. Changing. What, yeah. What's next? You're going to put four periods? Next? Uh, hey, have, playoffs, we're going four periods. What kind of nutty? They should just play They should just play six-on-six six hockey, honestly. Three-on-three. Two-on-two. Pave the way. Yeah, and, and, and that's the other five, thing, actually, man. Five-on-two. We've been practicing five-on-two. Five Why three. not? How about home team can have five players, away team four? Unlimited penalties. You can go I mean, five-on-one. No icing, nothing. And, and that brings me to the next thing, and, and you just hit it on the head. You Talk about paving the road. You know, one thing I was always taught is be who you are. My dad used to have, say this to me when I was a kid. If you're a pizza maker, stick to making pizzas. You know, play your position, know your role. Yeah. I have no beef with the Federal Professional Hockey League. I am happy Danbury has a professional hockey team. I am happy we started a legacy. I'm glad it's continuing. But when I see hypocrisy, that's where I got a problem. And FPHL sitting there talking about player safety and this and that. 
I got a challenge for you, FPHL, okay? You guys want to be the premier. I see how you guys, I'm a marketing guy. I see what you're trying to market. You're trying to, you're trying to make headlines. You're trying to do, so I got a challenge for you. You guys just take fighting and hitting out of your league. Why don't you, they're doing it in Quebec, right? Should, the, yeah, juniors. Pave, pave the way. Why don't you guys pave the way, FPHL? You guys, all you care about is player safety. Fighting is they should dangerous. should neck guards, neck guards, why wrist don't, guards. Listen, FPHL, why don't you put your money where your mouth is, okay? You don't want the fighting. You don't want the physicality. And I know what people are going to say. It's not a physicality. It's the dirty stuff. It, it, there's a fine line. No, people getting hurt. You get a high stick in the mouth. Get them to wear cages FPHL, too. FPHL, be... Be the change. I know you guys want to be the change. Be the change. Outlaw fighting and hitting. If Put your money where your mouth is. You won't have to worry about insurance and all this other stuff. Put your money where your mouth is. I bet you won't do it because hockey is full of shit. Excuse my language. They they want it both ways, right? Yeah. They, 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 want, they don't want the fighting, but they do. Be the change, FPHL. Do it. I dare you. Okay, I dare you to do it and you won't do it because you're full of it and you're proven with all this craziness that you're full of it and um, you know what it is? It is what it is, man. And it's crazy because all the stuff we have going on, you know how many people I was going to start bringing to Hattrick's games, federal professional hockey league games, yeah. everyone hitting us up. We were going to bring all our guests to all the games. These, we yeah. were going to do, dude, NHL players, I promise you nobody in the FPHL was going to bring the type of people we're bringing to bring no. to this league and we, you're going to, so, so we whatever. We had some big, big NHL guys that were going to come to games. We were doing whatever, content. Whatever, like it yeah. is what it is. But FPHL, yeah. be the change, man. Be the yeah. change and fight. Get rid of it. Do it. That's what you guys want. Yeah. So get rid of it. Well, Why not? Now we can bring those people to Coast Games. Well, listen, some, some we'll, 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 we'll get to that, man. And, and again, I mean, it's, um, but but to get on a lighter note, the support that you've personally received from people, Danbury, oh, yeah. I mean, the greatest fans, I mean, the support you've received from the fans, um, you know, all over. I mean, people hitting us up, even us, me, myself, like hitting for, for you, like, Man, that's crazy what they did. NHL guys, AHL guys, East Coast League guys, not even hockey guys. People reaching out, and it's like, this is crazy. Ames, I have lawyers, like sports lawyers, like yeah, big-time guys hitting me up, being like, oh, AJ, what's the move? Like, yeah. just give the word, like, man. Like, literally pro bono. Like, they want to do it for free. And, and yeah. you know what? That's not how we are. Like, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not an ambulance chaser, right? So I'm like, nah, man, It's it doesn't have to be that serious. But, but. I feel like it's a responsibility for our platform to put out what's going on because people are just assuming you're running around with a chainsaw on the ice, you know, <laughs> like 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 uh, Michael Myers or something. I mean, at the end of the day, you can look at the hit a million times, and it's not it's not a vicious it's not as vicious as it sounds. When you read up on all the stuff that's happened, and then you watch the hit, it's definitely not. Uh, well, we still don't know like. if this indefinite if ban is from the hit because no one said why. Yeah, yeah. And if that's the case, you're walking into well, why didn't you suspend him then? Why are you stopping this man yeah. from working? He could have, like you said, I know for a fact the calls you were getting. Yeah. We said no, no, no. We're gonna for we, for the last two seasons. And, like, and, I was and getting dude, the calls last year too. And, and and we said, and I even advised you sometime like no, no. We started a season. You start and you finish. You know what I mean? Let's stay loyal. Let's do this. And this is what you what what these people do. It's 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 crazy. And um, you know, again, I really want people to listen to what we're saying, not how I'm because I'm a little hyped. Don't listen to my tone of voice because usually when people get amped up, you automatically lose. You know what I mean? I don't take my tone of voice out of this. Take my anger. Just listen to what we're saying and ask yourself if it's right. If, if it's right what they did. And again, I'm not a rat. I'm not a weasel or a snake. I'm not a lawyer caller. But I've had lawyers be like, yo, <laughs> if, if you guys want to make a move, oh, yeah. 
and I'm like, no, 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 we don't want to. It's not like that. You know what I mean? Because that's not who we are as people. But um, the league should issue an apology. They should issue an apology to the Hattricks organization. And they should issue an apology to Danbury as a whole. The because, fans, too. Because you're yeah. bigger than just Danbury Hattricks. You're a, you're a fixture at our gym. Now we're going to lose out on it. And we'll get to this. Um, you know, we're losing a very key person in our community, not just a hockey player, a guy that does everything for kids, a guys that will be there, like shirt off your back type of guy. And when I see, there's only a few of those type of guys left, guys like us, guys like you. And when our community loses someone like that, that's a loss. The FPHL owes an apology to the city of Danbury. They're not going to do it. I saw, I didn't even realize there's two typo errors. Whoever's writing your press releases <laughs> is wrong. Okay. And um, you know what? Listen, Press release. Who, what, when, where, why. The why is usually the biggest thing. Yeah. No why. Well, you learned that in high school. And, and so. um, But listen, man, I'm amped up. I'm mad. And I don't care. I've been waiting two weeks. I haven't talked to a lot of people in two weeks because yeah. I've been amped up. And I'm like, let it cool off. And um, But listen, it, it, it's it, honestly, this isn't about me. But it affects me, too. Because you, like, we see each other daily. Um, You're my guy. I love you like a brother. I love your family. We're building, and it's not going to stop. This isn't no. stopping. We're we're not stopping, um, and we'll get to that later. But um, you know what? The, I just don't like hypocrisy. I don't like when people aren't transparent. I don't like snakes. I don't like that. And um, I'm sorry. Again, I'm old fashioned. Usually, this would be a conversation behind closed doors, but it's 2024. I got to adjust. So now I have to be like one of these other guys and have to have a platform to put it out there. Because yeah. I'm not going to let people just assume things about you, about me, but especially about you. I'm not going to let people just comment and say this, that. We've done everything in our power to try to make this right. And obviously, or at least try and be have some transparency about it. And know what's going on. Like, and, and and again, man, it's um. As far as what I heard, it was basically like, hey, I'm, I'm hitting guys too hard. You know, that was pretty much what it was. Well, like, listen. Don't hit so hard. Well, listen, if that's the case, like I said, FPHL, be the first professional. They're professional, right? I barely. Be the first professional league in America, okay, to outlaw hitting. How does it work? And fighting. I want them to do it. I really want them to do it because they, they, they're talking out of both sides. And I want them to really put their money where their mouth is. And, you know, they want to protect the players, which, again, we could get into why that's laughable, but that's not my style. Um, it's crazy. Well, another thing, too, now that you say that, I'm, like, thinking about it. It's like, what is professional? Don't you, like, because, like, this league pays you as a reimbursement. So like it's non-taxable income. Like to be professional, wouldn't you have to have taxable income? Well, listen, so isn't that false advertisement? Listen, let's not. Right there. Let's not. Get, I don't know. Honestly. Let's not get into it. Okay, <laughs> let's not get into it again. Yeah. Again, I I um I'm sure they're hoping this just will go away. I'm yeah. sure they were mm -hmm. hoping you wouldn't rear your head again, like the the horror movie guy with the hand. But I'm not gonna let that happen. I'm not gonna let my brother get dragged through the mud. It's not gonna happen. And, and all the fans out there, listen. Take my tone of voice out of it and just listen to the facts. And there's very little facts, unfortunately, because yeah. of them, not because of us. There's very little facts. But listen to what we're saying, not how we're saying it. And take away the fact if he's not wearing your favorite team's jersey. What's being done to this man is wrong. It's bigger than sports. But it is what it is. But you know what? Instead of sitting there and crying in our pillow like most people would have done in this situation. And um, 
you know, think about this. Think about if you were a rookie, right? And you were a hard nosed guy and you got to, and you didn't have this platform. Yeah. You would never play again. Cause they'd yeah. be like, man, this, this rookie got suspended indefinitely. Yeah. That, that's a life sentence. Yeah. We're lucky enough to have a platform where you can push People back a little bit. On, yeah. And like, honestly, like, like, I mean, at the end of the day, we talked about it before. Um, like I was literally turning down coast office yes. for the last two seasons like i was getting calls last season lacrosse i was getting calls i was getting fighting, calls to play in the nll boxing i was getting opportunities everywhere and i was staying here staying loyal yep trying to build the brand here we had huge plans for upcoming at the at the hat tricks games and to bring you know all of our guests here we're going to come to a game we're going to mic them up and now you know what at the end of the day it's not the worst thing because now we can help we can do stuff well, like that listen in, again uh, and again i want to make this clear this i don't want it to sound like we're attacking the Hattricks organization, because that's not the case. Um, you know, I kind of, in a way, have learned why they're a little handcuffed. And we're not going to get into that. Yeah. But I understand why. Um, this, to me, and again, I have no personal beef with anyone at the FPH. I don't know any of these guys. If they walked in right now, I wouldn't know. I, I know there's a guy, Kernan, and a sergeant or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know these people. If they walked in, I wouldn't know them from a hole in the wall. Yeah. My point is, I have no beef. The, the, the problem is, and look, if this happened to someone on Binghamton, yeah. right? Well, and wait, I didn't wait, understand wait, what. No, that's the thing. It well, wouldn't. yeah, but <laughs> my point is, if this happened to anybody, right? Yeah. I would want to know why. You can't yeah. just do that to somebody and um, think it's all right. But again, so let's, let's, that's the past. We move past it. Um, yeah. I, I believe the FPHL should issue an apology. I mean, you know what? If you think about like all my suspensions, it's not like I'm running around slashing guys, no. cross checking guys. I'm not using my stick as a weapon. Anything that I've ever been suspended for is either a big hit and then I've punched a couple people with my glove on. Yeah. With my glove on. And, and the That's thing, it. and the thing is too. I mean, uh, again, you know what I've learned? It's like it's it's you're never gonna you're never gonna get them to. But they owe you an apology. Yeah. They owe the city of Danbury apology. And you know what? Shout out to our boy Travis Rigdon. He told me a lot of stuff that he went through, which I'm not gonna get into. It's yeah. none of my business to put out there. But I mean, a well, lot he, of he got a league meeting though. Yeah, but they he drove got, across the they drove all the way up to to give him a league meeting. So 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 they a lot of a lot of the person. rumors from the fans, which we found out through other sources, it wasn't this case. <clears throat> the league hasn't told you or us one way or the other. But one of the rumors swirling around in the beginning was it was because of this podcast. The podcast, yeah. Um, we found out through other sources that it wasn't, but. If that's allegedly the case, n- allegedly, but now what are we getting into the free speech thing? Is that really, yeah. is that what yeah. you desire? Yeah. Do you really want to go down this route? I mean, again, it's, it's crazy. Um, I've been really, I haven't been myself in two if weeks. It, if it was something to do with like the branding of the league, then all they had to do was make a simple phone call to me and say, Hey, Ames, this is how we want to brand our league. We understand what you're trying to do. Let's try and move in this direction. We appreciate you're building the brand, whatever. But there was no communication, and it's like, I don't know what the people that are running the league expect, but, like, I mean, my biggest thing in life and my all my relationships, me and you, me and my wife, everybody that means something to me, communication is key. Yeah. If I have a problem, I have to communicate it, and we can come to a solution. If you don't do that, then it's, like, what are you going to do? Like, if, 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 if a dog's being bad, do you just beat it with a stick? Is yeah. that going to correct? It, is the dog going to get better? Again, it goes back to, it goes back to, this is bigger than sports. If you were a rookie, let's say you were 20 years old and you came to this league and you were exactly how you are, a tough old school, hard nosed player coming in, hitting people and they just don't like it, right? Yeah. You get an indefinite ban. 
you don't have the branding. You don't yeah. have this podcast. You don't have a platform. No way to talk it's about no it. It's no way to say. So now you're just a scumbag to people. You're yeah. just brandished. Yeah. And I don't like it. So listen, I haven't been myself in two weeks. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been, I've been, I've been waiting for this. And, and again, I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, AJ's being a dick. AJ's dick. I don't care. Yeah. I, I, this is bigger than, this is bigger than hockey. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than me. It's, it's, I don't like it. And um, it sucks that I have to even have a podcast and a platform for reasons like this to protect my people because I, I'm not going to just let people do that. But let's let's on the bright side. Of let's things. let's go a little bright. Now, yes. now we got the clouds out of the way. Yeah. Now let's talk about you. You've always told me when you've seen me in the past year or two when you've been around me when I've been a little down. Sometimes you're like AJ. You know, everything happens for a reason and things happen. You talk about timing in life. So January 15th, you know, you 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 are brandished the big bad wolf. You're yeah. gone. Now you and I are sitting there thinking, damn, now what do we, you know, I'm thinking like, what can we do for you? Like, what are we going to do? You can't just, now you're, 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 you're jobless, right? Yeah. I mean, we had some things in the fire, but nothing yeah. substantial or yeah. consistent. So like, what are we going to do? Now I'm panicking, like, how can I help this and that? And then single-handedly yourself, you make something even big. You talk about turning chicken shit into chicken soup. And that's <laughs> yeah. what we got here. Yeah. You want to say what? Well, I mean, it was funny. Like, um, just the way it all went down and um, uh, how it ended up happening. It was actually the day before. Um, I actually, so when I first got my 18 game suspension and I told, I told uh, Billy and Seth McCreary about all this originally, when I first got the 18 game suspension is when I was in the hospital with my son. I don't know if you, you remember that, but I was in the hospital. It was a tough week for me. Boom. I get an 18 gamer thrown at me and I'm like, and I was obviously upset. And that was before I even heard about what was going to happen or before I talked to a coach or before, before any of that stuff went down. The first thing I did was reach out to my agent. And, and I, and I message, I message my agent, his name's Andrew Johnson. Um, he's from first line sports agency. And I messaged him right away when I got my 18 game suspy. And I said, we had already spoke. There was tons of coast offers the last season and this season. Um, I messaged him and I said, Hey, uh, I told him I got an 18 game suspension. I said, I'm pretty sick of the shit that I've been dealing with in this league. Get me to a, you know, help me, help me make a move here. And so he's like, all right, you got it. He's like, you want to go to the coast or the SP or what? And I was like, I, I'll just go to, go to the coast. Let's just deal with, you know, deal with this. I don't want to deal with this kind of stuff. I want to be with like an official league, not take, taking anything away from the SP. I want to just move up and get back where I started. So he reached out to a bunch of teams, um, some teams that had reached out to me before, some teams I had spoke with the season before and whatnot. Um, Fort Wayne was one of the people that he got back to me right away and said, Fort Wayne's interested. And this is like about a month ago. Um, and then, you know, as time went on, you know, but, but not to interrupt you yeah. and everyone says I interrupt you and I do sometimes, but just to set it up, you were getting offers even before you got suspended yeah, and, last year. and you would, you would come to me at the gym and say, Hey, you know, I got an offer from X, Y, Z, it'd be yeah. a good opportunity. And I would say to you, listen, I never want you to not take an opportunity vertical move, but. You started the season here. Yeah. Let's let's just continue it. Even when you got the 18 game suspension, I was mad too. Yeah. I was like, you know what? We're gonna end up losing names here because he. he I mean, enough's enough. Yeah. And but you still weeks talked and you said, you know what? I'll I'll do my time. Yeah. I'll come back and we're gonna win another championship. Yes. And 
So, so let me just stop by saying it wasn't like you were seeking something. No, I was, I was at the point where I was frustrated. I was poking around and I was kind of just making sure if, if shit hit the fan, I had something on the back burner and you, you obviously were like, Hey, like you always have good advice for me. You know how I am. I'm always like quick to jump and like, <laughs> you know, that's why we're yin and yang. You can slow me down a bit. I can speed you up. Yes. Like we're, we're perfect like that. So yeah, you kind of got me to slow my roll a bit, but I mean, like last year I had four ECHL teams call me Yeah, um, and I didn't take any of those call ups grateful had a great season won a championship awesome year great group of guys um and then this year same thing i was actually supposed to start the season in the coast i was about to have a baby and i and i just wasn't feeling comfortable about leaving at the time um so i stayed in danbury because we're having the baby here anyways so um i didn't go and uh and yeah so essentially i had opportunity i knew pretty much if if i made the decision i could go to the coast i had enough teams that wanted it and you know what we've always been close since we met even before you started playing here in danbury i just knew you're an old school guy you're like me we're cut from the same cloth but you know what watching you navigate the past year or two really solidified you being a brother to me because it showed your loyalty because you Listen, it's very easy. I don't care what anyone says. It's very easy to always think the grass is greener somewhere else. And you had opportunities. Like I know for a fact, and I'm not going to say names, I had personally, to me, an East Coast League reach out to me. And be like, hey, what's the deal with your boy? Does he want to come here? And you know what? I always tell you, and listen, selfishly, I never want you to leave, right? Because yeah. you're my guy. But yeah. I wouldn't be a true friend if I didn't tell you these opportunities. I wouldn't be a true friend if I didn't want you to elevate yourself for you and your family. And we figure it out as we go. But watching you navigate this with all the opportunities you have and you stayed very loyal, not just to the hat tricks, but to the league. Okay. You stayed loyal. And I'm like, you know what? Especially with all the suspensions I got. And there's a lot of times where there's nothing I wanted more as soon as I got a suspension. I I never questioned your loyalty to me my family and vice versa. We know what we're talking about. But when I watched you from afar, how you navigated this, I'm like, this is a loyal, this, this guy is loyal. And and that's what I'm like, this is a solid man. And you got to keep a guy like this around at all times because there's not a lot of guys like that. Yeah. I mean, you said it, I was listening to you on uh, skinny's podcast too. And you said it too. It's like you guys are born loyal or they're not born loyal. So that's just, it's just in my blood. It's how I was raised. It's who I was around with as a child, who I was around with in my, in my family in my most important years and stuff like that. And that was just how I raised it. Where I yep. come from and the streets I come from, it was, yep. it was, it doesn't matter. You die on the sword for the guy yep. beside you. And you know, I ain't throwing anybody under yep. the bus. I'm just going to soak it. And and that's kind of, you know, and, this and that, was a great, it was great for us because it brought us closer together. Yeah, because I'm, I'm telling you like, I'm a very, look, look, I'm, I, I'm a firm believer. Each one of us has two sides to us. There's heads and tails, right? And some people show one side more than the other, but I, for the most part, am a little more lax. I, I don't want any problems, but I have that other side. And when this stuff happened with you, I, I just, I, I, that those fangs come out, man. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm born to a wolf. I may be a little more, I'm more of a zoo wolf than in the wild, but I tell you the fangs come out and, um, but again, it's easy to determine someone's loyalty when it's just you and that person and what they do with you. But when you watch from afar and you were loyal, I think you handled it well as a man. And again, if you were such a bad person that everyone's trying to make you out to smear your name and all this stuff, you would have never got the opportunity you got now. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. So, well, so, I mean, the one thing too, a lot of people don't realize is that I played at that level. 
Yeah, I, 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 I finished my career. Wait, you know how to skate? You yeah. can actually sh- you I, could puck handle my and finished skate? The year, I finished my last season before I retired in the same league as Fort Wayne in the Central League. And the following year, that league merged with the ECHL. So, like, I'm a veteran in my league. I'm not a rookie. Yeah. I've got 72 games played. I'm I'm a I'm a vet in the in the coast, so people don't realize that. I don't get credit from that because a lot of these people haven't been watching hockey enough no. to know what the Central League is or where the Central Leagues was. I was in the Colorado Avalanches system. Uh, I played for Denver Cutthroats, and that was where I finished my career. So people don't realize I played at that level. Um, I've been around you know guys on NHL contracts before. I've been on the ice with them before, um, and you know at the end of the day. Um, I knew at some point I was going to end up back there, but, but going back to like the whole process and how it all went like with Fort Wayne. So I reached out to my agent and and he kind of reached out and like, you kind of, you were like, Hey, calm me down a little bit. Talk me off the ledge, I guess. And, uh, and I calmed down and talked to Billy and I, and I told coach right away. I said, Hey, this is the deal, Billy. I re- just want you to know I was mm-hmm. pissed off. So I reached out to my agent and he reached out to some teams, yeah. you know, and then he kind of, once I calmed down, I was like, all right, I'll soak it. I'll take the suspension, whatever. So now I'm sitting around for two months. And yeah. the funny thing was, is when I first talked to Fort Wayne, I talked to them and, and I didn't want to like, I got a family. So yeah. a decision for me to get up and move is very difficult. I can't, it's, if I was a single guy and I was able to just Hopper, I do. I I would have been yeah. in the coast last year. Probably would have been easier for me to make that decision. But at the same time, it's like I have a family. I got you're a part of my family. You know, I'm a part of that. We have this family here. Um, so it's like I gotta make these decisions are harder for me to make. So I talked to Fort Wayne and I and I kind of it wasn't. I didn't decline them. I just said, hey, like you know, let's just see how things pan out here. And then I stuck around for a little bit. And and it was good because we also built this yeah. in that time. In that time, during the suspension, we built this, yeah, which is amazing, and it's been doing great. So, um, yeah, it's been awesome. But um, like I said, so so then the we found out on Monday about the indefinite suspension. I got a call the day before Sunday mm-hmm. from Fort Wayne again, and they said, "Hey, you know, we're ready. Like, you yeah. know, we want to. We we could use you now. Like, now is the time. We really need a guy like you. Blah blah blah." And now I'm like. You know, and and this is before I know the suspension's indefinite. Now I'm, you know, conversations coming up again. Now I got to talk to you again. You're my one of my like you're my advisor. You're my best friend down here. Like I'm, I, we're we're together every day. So I'm like I got to talk to AJ. I'm gonna talk to my my family, and we're gonna you know, and I'll get back to you kind of thing. And then the next day I come to talk to you about it. <laughs> hey, Fort Wayne just reached out, blah blah. And I and I truly believe this is how the universe. This is how the world works. Um. When you're a little too comfortable, sometimes you got to get uncomfortable. And yeah. I was pretty comfortable here in Danbury. I knew I had job security. Yeah. I was kind of just going through the emotions on the ice. I wasn't doing, you know, I just, I felt like, I felt like I was too comfortable, honestly, honestly. And everything was just getting a little yeah. comfortable. And, uh, and I was, so I'm telling you about this opportunity. I'm like, man, this is, you know, it'd be cool to go to the coast. I've heard nothing but good things about Fort Wayne comments. Um, and then uh, literally as we're having that conversation, boom. We get the message from the fan and we find out about the indefinite suspension. So it was crazy because I found out on Sunday night at a team function. I told my coach about it. I told a couple of my teammates about it. And then the following day, the league decides they're going to make my suspension indefinite. Now, the one thing I wonder, I don't know if somehow the league caught wind that I was getting a coast call up or they got wind that I was going to. And then Hmm. they were, this was their maybe trying to 
screw my yeah, chances. Well, I don't know if that's what what happened. Well, unfortunately, Honestly, wouldn't we, be surprised. we won't know because yeah. there's no communication. But, so when yeah. you don't have communication transparency, yeah. these conspiracy theories come exactly. up. Exactly. So so yeah. So exactly. So so I mean, like I said, I don't know how it went down, but anyways, I I got the opportunity, and then the next day. So happens, this happens. So then, um, so it kind of made my decision a little bit easier. And, uh, and yeah, we kind of just decided, <laughs> all right, this is the move. And, and, you know, as much as I don't want to leave Danbury, I knew that, um, I'm still going to be back here. We got this going. So it's going to be a back and forth thing. And, listen, and uh, nothing, it, not, it worked out. Listen, so, so for the people that don't know Fort Wayne, Indiana, the Fort Wayne Comets, big shout out. I can't even believe I'm shouting out the Comets because in 2004 to 2006, the Danbury Trashers, um, Fort Wayne, um, went, so, so when we got into the United Hockey League in 04, um, you know, I did some research and I, you know, talked to guys and Fort Wayne, now, you know, we didn't, we weren't friends with anybody. Yeah. None of us, we, we don't do that camaraderie stuff. We yeah. were friends with nobody, but I will say this, and I'm not just saying it. And my dad would attest to us. Fort Wayne was one of the only teams that we had a respect for. And the reason being was they were, we didn't go to owners meetings. We didn't do anything like that, but Fort Wayne had an aura to it. I think they had won a title recently in that they league. Won it, they won in the UHL, I want to yeah. say the IHL so the and Fort, the CHL. So the Fort, Fort Wayne is one of, the, sure. one of the gems in minor league hockey, meaning yeah. they've been around forever. They've been, they've, they're, uh, um, my, but my one friend who's kind of like a sports yeah. He uh, messaged me right away. He said, "You know that team's been around since the fifties. The Fort Wayne Comets have been a real Dude, team the since the fifties, <clears throat> and and not to mention, it's, so it's the second oldest minor professional hockey organization <clears throat> in North America. Fort Wayne, even from the Trasher days, were a team that we may not have liked them because we didn't like anyone, but we never had beef with them because they mm. were in the Western Conference. We only saw them a handful of times. There was never anything. It wasn't like Kalamazoo where we were literally going to go to war. I mean, it wasn't like Adirondack where we were, you know, hiring guys to beat up coaches. <laughs> we had respect for Fort Wayne Comets. And there was just, it's something the way that organization has always been where even if you don't, you know, you're not a fan of them, they command a respect. Their arena is impeccable. They have great fans. And I'm not just saying it now. I've always felt that way. And and anyone that's been around Fort Wayne long enough knows Trashers and Comets never had beef. You know what I mean? We just okay. never had. Matter of fact, one of my favorite Trasher players of all time, okay, came from the Comets year two, and they were willing to work with us. So not a lot of teams want to work with us. They were. Also, trivia question, third game ever in Trasher history was at home against Fort Wayne Comets. Nice. Cool. And everyone treated us like shit because we were the bad boys, this and that. But they had a legendary um, radio voice. I highly doubt he's still around today, unfortunately. But his name was Bob Chase. He was an old gentleman. He requested to interview me in between periods one and two at the Danbury Arena, our third game ever. So this is October 17, 2004. He was so respectful to me, and I figured he was going to trash me being a young kid. I'll never forget Bob Chase. I'll never forget um, their ownership group, the Franks, the oh, Frankies, yeah, yeah. the Frankies. Oh, I don't know how to nothing, pronounce it. Nothing but good things about but them. But they've like, always been, yeah. they've always, like, we never, like. It's first class over there. Like, I, like honestly, to me, like, when I got there, it's, it's like the NHL. Like, these guys, it's. 
everything you could possibly ask for from an organization from the second you walk into the building to when you go to bed at night, everything is first class. And, and again, everything. Say, even back then when you're dealing with players, the early 2000s, you know, you deal with players from other teams and they trash this team. No one has ever said, I've personally yeah. never heard a bad thing ever said about Fort Wayne. Yeah. So when I found out that you were a Comet or bound to be one, I couldn't believe it because I'm like, man, this is like life is so crazy because, um, you know, and again, you know, I never went on road trips really, but I always regretted not being able to go to Fort Wayne because I always liked their arena. I always liked their logo. I always liked how they did things. And now Mr. Diamond Hands is a Fort Wayne Comet and I couldn't be happier. And again, let's just break this down for all the people that say, oh, Diamond Hands is just a goon. He can't even skate. This is the East Coast Hockey League. Fort Wayne is a, is an affiliate of the Edmonton Oilers, correct? Yeah. So this is, for, for people that can't add, it's East Coast League, American Hockey League, NHL. You were technically two steps away from the NHL. A lot of people are going to probably hear that and maybe laugh, but guess what? You have gone in, in a little over two years going from working on a tugboat to being two rungs away who knows? Maybe you'll be on a line with Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl. You never know, bro. I'll be the Marty McSorley of the who, next generation. Who would have thought? Yeah. But I tell you what, I knew yeah. from day one you're a star. And and shout out to the Fort. We are now affiliates, okay? Fort Wayne Commons, yes. you are a part of the evil empire, whether you like it or not. I know a lot of the old school fans <laughs> might be like, oh, no. The, listen, Fort Wayne, listen, I told you I need a Comet jersey now. I yes. need a hat. I am a Fort Wayne Comet. Yeah. And uh, I got your number too. When you showed me that, that's when I knew things were so. So let's 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 go back. So you you know go from on Monday being told for no reason you're suspended indefinitely. Within 72 hours, you're on a plane and you spent a week in yeah. Fort Wayne practicing. Why don't you tell us what that was like? That that first week. Yeah. Um, it was, it was amazing, amazing. First class, like I said, um, awesome experience. I got to go to a couple games too. Like before I, I actually signed, I was able to go and watch a couple games. So I kind of got to enjoy it as a fan, uh, from a fan's perspective. There was 10,000 people there on Saturday night. Um, it, was, it was totally packed. Like it was, it was amazing. The place was so loud. And I, I like... I mean, you guys have heard me talk about it before. I truly think like this world is magic. I, I don't, it's weird. It's really yes. weird. It's really weird. But they have the exact same goal horn <laughs> as, as Danbury. Crazy. Which was crazy, right? Obviously the same color package. And isn't their nickname the jungle? The jungle, yeah. And that's, and trashers used to come out to welcome to the jungle. Yeah, yeah. So there's I, so many, look, yeah. and if, look, I told you this. If you look hard enough, there's always coincidences. But yeah. there were so many coincidences yeah. your first week in Fort Wayne telling yeah. me they gave you number it's like 17. The universe just speaking that I'm in the right Didn't place. Didn't they have a blimp that said, oh, Daniel so or I, something? So I'm on sitting it? there, yeah. All, so I got, they got the horn, and then we score a goal, and the crowd's going, hey, you suck. Yes. And going like this, hey, you suck. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, it's like I moved, changed dimensions. Just like, I'm like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden it's uh, in between periods and this blimp flies across and it's like right in front of me. And it says, Oh, Daniel. And I'm just like, this is nuts. I remember taking a picture of the blimp and I was just like, this is, this is crazy. Like, and I, and I honestly, I'm at the point, I do think this world's magic. I really do think it speaks and communicates with us in certain ways. And, and as crazy as that might sound to people, that's kind of what got me here and it got us here. And, 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 uh, I'm in the middle of the ultimate comeback. Like Listen, for the people that know me and know where I come from, where I came from, and where I was after I retired, and went through all the depression of not having hockey, not having the boys, not having the game. Um, I suffered through that, 
And now I'm on the comeback. The people that seen where I came from to where I am now, I was literally living at a motel in yeah. Maple Ridge at the lowest of my low. Just didn't know what to do. Just so lost. Didn't know where to go. And here I am making something, consistently working and, and setting goals and knocking them off one day at a time, one week at a time, one year at a time. And now we got a new goal and we're going to work our way towards it. And, and, and again, you know, the last episode we had, episode 10, we talked about you driving a flaming bus, but we talked about, and if you, again, guys like subscribe, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, go back to episode 10. And when we talked about the craziest start to a pro career, oh yeah, your first week and a half, two weeks, that crazy story, go yeah. back to episode 10 people. Now you look at, this is so on brand for you. Yeah. In 72 hours, you go from being, you know, stamped, banned for life in a league to now going up a few rungs yeah. to playing in one of the most cherished organizations in minor league hockey. It's crazy. And again, I'm telling you, the first time I spoke with you, I just knew. I'm like, this kid has something. And look, a lot of luck has to go into things sometimes. But I, I'm not surprised in a way. But, man, I, I just... Uh, I'm just so proud of you again. Selfishly, I'm going to miss you day to day, but this isn't stopping. Yeah, it, we're we're going to keep going. Listen, Fort Wayne. I'm already, I already started Googling best yeah. Italian restaurant in Fort Wayne. Yeah, yeah. I already started Googling best pizza. Um, we already started looking at studios out there. If we got to do something out there, Fort Wayne, like, you know me when I'm in, I'm all in. So now yes. Fort Wayne is now going to become a quasi second home for myself because that's just how I am. And, um, Listen, we're going to throw the website on there to schedule there. Um, I know you play some away games that are closer to here to Danbury. We all got to support our man Diamond Hands. We got to support the Comets. There are people now. And yeah, um, it, it was like, like I said, man, that was, uh, it was a great experience. I was there for the last week. I came back. We're packing up, driving up. Um, but first class for uh, the boys too. Such a good group of guys. Uh, can't speak highly enough. We got a couple of guys on NHL contracts. We got like 10 or 11 guys on two A's. Um, it is a great experience. Everybody's making me a better player from the second I got there. We got skating coaches. We got, you know, everything you need to get better as a player. And literally, you have nothing to worry about besides the game of hockey and getting better and being a good human. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to um, my career there. I'm looking forward to moving yeah, up. And, and, and again, um, you know, it, we're going to obviously be following it closely. We're going to be talking about it closely. And um, I'm just, I mean, so let's. Now that we got some dark stuff out of the way, some brightness out of the way, when all that stuff, when the dust settles and everything clears up, now it's down to business, all right? The story is great. The comeback story is great. The the BS you're going through is, is whatever. Let's clear all this out. Now you are a Fort Wayne Comet. You should be playing early February, okay? Let's talk about now business, all right? The East Coast Hockey League, we spoke about this before in other episodes, okay? Your role, let's be honest, they brought you in because the rumor was that Fort Wayne was a little soft this year and they got some great players. But as you and I know, without that security blanket, without that enforcer, without that dog off a leash, a lot of these guys can't come to their full potential. They're bringing you in because they know you are, like I said, the baddest man in hockey now more than ever. And... Listen, let's be very real. You are going to be a very integral part of the second half of this Fort Wayne season. And like you told me on the way here and like people told me, people were shocked that, oh, my God, 
Daniel could actually play. Like you could yeah. actually play the game. Yeah, yeah, I had a couple of guys come up to me a little bit surprised that um, with my skating abilities and stuff like that. Like I can keep up, and um, it's like I said, it's it's been it's been easier. Like you are who you surround yourself with. So when yes. you step up to a higher level, you kind of just bring yourself up to a higher level. I felt like I had a really good week of practice. Um, uh, it, it was really fun. It was good to connect with all the boys, and and you you know how I am a very positive guy. I'm very like. I'm an energy guy. Like they brought me in. They need a guy to get the fans into it. They need a guy to get the boys into it. Um, I got to get the boys hyped up the other day with a little pregame pregame rally. You know how yeah. I do my pregame rallies, the starting lineup. I get the boys fired up. Everybody's a couple inches taller and 20 pounds heavier. Yes. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 a very special group. And uh, I'm not coming there to go through motions and, and you know make it halfway through playoffs. I'm coming there uh, to bring the energy to win a championship, and that's what we're going to do. Um, we're the Fort Wayne Comets, and you guys are going to see us all the way to the end. This oh, year. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait to watch <laughs> from afar, in person, whatever, total support with the Comets. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm excited. I mean, and uh, listen, um, obviously, we. this is the first time we spoke about everything that's been going on for almost two weeks. And so many people were worried about the podcast. Oh, my God, you guys are just getting started. People, the podcast is going nowhere. We're obviously going to have to make some adjustments, but that's life. Yep. And I would never hold a friend back from doing something big because of a podcast. So we will find ways to make it work. We might make some adjustments, um, but we got a great team. We're going to figure it out. Um We'll do stuff virtually. We'll do stuff in person. If I got to come out there, you come back here. Yeah. I mean, listen, sponsors, mm -hmm. if you want to see Diamond Hands in person, we, you know, let, let's let's work on some flights yeah. and stuff. But we got a lot of stuff coming. The pod isn't going anywhere. And um, honestly, man, you know, I just, even me personally, just thank you to all the fans. I mean, we, 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 we're starting to really catch our stride and we're getting fans from all over all over the place, this, just the support is, is unreal and um, just can't thank you guys enough. And, uh, you know, you know, when I was amped up earlier this episode, I was looking at you and, and you were you were trying not to giggle at me because <laughs> you know how I can get. You got some, your teeth, do you have a new uh, br teeth? Br are you brushing your teeth differently? You got a, <laughs> you got a glow to you, Mr. Diamond. I so you go to the East Coast Hockey League and now all of a sudden you come back with some pearly whites. <laughs> what is going on with that? Uh, I actually got my teeth whitened. Uh, shout out to uh, Connecticut Teeth Whitening Services, Ardita. She is amazing. So before I left, you know, we're, we're getting a little FaceTime now. We're on, the, we're on the pod. We're doing this stuff. And I'm looking at my teeth. I'm like, man, they're just not as white as I'd like. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I, we... We, I reached out to her to look in and she ended up, she's like, Hey, look, I'll, I'll hook you up and I'll, I'll take care of you. Did a teeth whitening. And, and the cool thing is, is when you go to her, she wasn't just whitening my teeth. She was literally teaching me about maintaining them and keeping them white and stuff like that. So she got all, I got all these new products and stuff that I've been using, but yeah, I'm super happy with the results. Uh, hey, listen, and, you're, and, you're uh, like my teeth feel good. They're not sensitive or anything. Well, you're, big you're East coast league. Uh, you're yeah. in the East coast league now. So, yeah. you know, you, you've been doing a lot of interviews, this and that. <laughs> so you shout out what, what's her name again? Uh, it's Ardita. Ardita. Uh, yeah, I might have to come see Ardita. Yeah, we got to right. get you. Said, got to send you over. Yeah, she was amazing. Our, our producer, Ian Bick, he's got the good camera. So when you see yourself on 4K yeah, and you yeah, start yeah. seeing your teeth, and I might have to go oh, see Ardita because uh, my teeth yeah. are looking kind of crazy. Yeah, she was amazing. And like I said, she was she teaching me about the maintenance and stuff of it as we were. And I've never had a dentist telling me the stuff she was have telling Have you ever me, lost so. a tooth? No. 
I have knock not. on wood. Let's hope. Knock let's hope. Wood, let's hope. You know what's funny is when I played before, I used to be so upset that I didn't have a flipper. Like I always, <laughs> everybody, we'd go up for dinner and I was, you know, I was like 20, 22, 23 years old. We go for dinner. Everybody take their teeth out. And I just be like, <laughs> what kind of fighter am I? I don't even, all my teeth are real. I, I don't get to take my teeth out. Like how, you how the, certified you FOMO, I'm a fighter am I? Out. You yeah. Like flipper? I wanted, I just want to put my teeth on the table. Hey, listen guys, another thing next week, Mohegan Sun Arena in Connecticut. We got CEO. Yes, Jimmy Birchfield bringing Winter Brawl, a great pro-am boxing show. We talked about it in the past. This is going to be, I'm telling you, I'm excited for this show. If you're in Connecticut, New England area, even New York, next Saturday, um, February 3rd, Mohegan Sun. What a show. We got a couple guys out of our gym. Uh, James Cardenas, who's an amateur, is getting on a big stage on an amateur scene. Um, Fernelli Feliz Jr., I think, is slated to fight. And our boy, uh, Cordell Booker. Cordell, um... Sky's the truth. I've been and I got a lot of I got stock in him because I put my word out there. Yeah. And one of our he's last good now. that he's gonna be the one to watch this year. So I got stock in this man just on my word and vouching for him. Cordell Booker always brings the fight. He's got a tough fight ahead of him, but he uh he's the real deal. So next Saturday, February 3rd, CS Winter Brawl Pro Am show. It's gonna be unreal. Um listen, shout out to our boys. Uh, you know, before everything hit the fan. Uh, we were we were with Ken and the boys at Club ninety three. Remember yeah, the Saturday really before everything yeah. happened. Yeah, we had a, such a great before. night with with. Yeah, shout and out to Ken at Club ninety three and listen, all the boys. We had a really fun night. Oh man, they 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 treated us like you know. It yeah. makes me embarrassed sometimes because these guys treat us like we're like some superior, and it's yeah. like you know we're just, just some really regular guys, guys yeah. and they just Ken and them just the constant support. And I will say this. Ken is very, he's leaning on me to to get back on the ice myself. Is he? Nice. So I'm like. Well, we got to get you those Blade Tech blades then. Well, yes, the Blade Tech, but, but I need skates first. You yeah, got yeah. any hand-me-downs? I'm well, looking, $1,000 skates. Size, what size are you? I don't know what size. I'm, I'm going to have some I'm, skates for you. I might need some hand-me-downs because skates are skates are expensive. Well, now that I play in the East Coast League, I can get a pair. Well, hopefully, hopefully, I may need some hand-me-downs and, and uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, again, shout out to our people at Fant, obviously. Yeah. Um, Listen, uh, you know, obviously this is Sunday, a AFC, NFC championship game, Super Bowl in two weeks. You follow football at all? Or, or? I watch games. I, I don't like, I don't, you know, I'm not following every week, but I'll watch games. You know? I am rooting for the, the Detroit Lions, I, another underdog yeah. team. And you know what? The city deserves it. Detroit, it's been a while. It's been it a is, grind for Detroit. It is like a trasher-esque team because yeah, yeah. here's a guy that came out of nowhere, this head coach, he's fiery. He's, yeah. he's He wasn't like some all, he wasn't like some Hall of Fame player. He's coming. He's got the boy. I'm I'm all in on the Lions. Yeah. I think they're making the Super Bowl. Over in the AFC, I'm hoping it's the Baltimore. Ravens, but I have a I feeling think it'll be Baltimore. I have a feeling the Chiefs are going to win. I hate the Chiefs because I'm a Raider fan, <laughs> but I just I want I'm going for Baltimore. Baltimore, Detroit Super Bowl would be unreal. Two gritty yeah. cities. I would love to see it. And listen, if you guys are watching Champs Boxing Club, our boxing gym, we have a Super Bowl uh, board. Okay, sixty dollars yes. a box. Hit me up. You could be watching from all over. Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. We'll figure it out. Sixty bucks. Um, you hit the first and third quarter numbers. I think it's four hundred fifty bucks. Half times nine hundred, yeah. and then final numbers twelve hundred. Hit me up. Hit us up if you want to jump on the board. And um, again, shout out to our boys, um, Joey Merlino, Little Snuff yeah. over at the Skinny Podcast. I want to do. Uh, I I wore this too. This is an Amesbury Trashers jersey. 
There's only Crazy. a couple of these out here, but we I might have to put those I out. I think we we'll want to auction this one off for, uh, we're going to find a, a nonprofit or a charity in Fort, yeah. in Fort Wayne, hopefully yes. something to do with some kids. Yeah. And we're going to auction this off. So yeah. if you guys want this, well, we already, well, soon. we already talked about that. Like the first thing we talked about, you go into Fort Wayne like, all right, who can we support? Yeah. What boxing gyms are out there? Yeah. What kids can we help? Yeah. That's what we're about. I'm not physically going to be in Fort Wayne, but I want to help. Dude, it's did it. I tell you about my story of, Going to a boxing gym in Fort Wayne my first no. week. <laughs> okay, so uh, I was going to go to the to the gym. Like, we can go to the gym or whatever there. Obviously, there's a big facility. And, and I'm about to go at Uber to the gym to go work out. And, like, you know me. I really f- just go with my gut sometimes. And I didn't bring my boxing stuff, but I was like, well, I know I'm going to be in Fort Wayne. I'm going to have to box a little bit while I'm here just because maintain, right? Um, and I was like, fuck, right, let's just look up a boxing gym. There's one boxing gym in town. Um, and so I end up going to this gym. I just Ubered to the gym, literally Ubered there, had no gear, nothing, just uh-huh. knock on the door on Saturday morning. Like, Would you start easy. sparring or something? Dude, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I knock on the door and, uh, um, I'm kind of spacing out on the fellow's name or whatever, but the co- the coach that runs yeah. the gym and does all the training and stuff, there's kind of, the door is locked. I'm trying to get in. I'm knocking on the door. He pokes his head out. He said, who are you? And I'm like, I'm kind of in like a, like, I don't, I wouldn't say a rough part of town, but yeah. I'm like. Like, I'm kind of like, well, I don't know where I am. gyms are. Well, that's- yeah, it's a gritty area, and I don't know where I am. This guy's kind of pokes his head out, and there's a nice car out front. Like, I'm like, he's like, who are you? And I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, like, I'm a hockey player, but I'm like a boxer. Like, I yeah. want to look for a gym. And he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, I'm just like, wanted to come knock on the door and see and meet this guy. So he's like, how much do you weigh? First thing, oh, yeah, classic boxing yeah. coach, how much you weigh? And I was like, I don't know, like 216, 217 right now. He's a like, heavyweight. Like, yeah. hey, he's like, oh, I need a heavyweight. Yeah. <laughs> there it goes. But uh, he brings me in, throws me on the scale right away. Just a classic boxing coach, and uh, I ended up training nice. with him. Just just a random session, and it was it was cool. We sat down and shot the shit for a little bit and talked well, about. Well, who listen, I was and, you know, our tentacles are reaching now. Now we're in it Indiana. Was, it was also cool though too. I mentioned the gym. I mentioned you, and he has a lot of amateur fighters. He's yeah. got a couple of pro fighters. So he's like, oh, we're always looking for fights and places to train and stuff like that. So I was like, hey, like I'm gonna put you in touch Do with a AJ. crossover. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be Bring like up net- summer networking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's super cool. Listen, Everything happens the right The Bad away. Boys Club, the evil empire, we're not going anywhere. Any, anytime they try to shut something down directly and directly, we just grow. Yeah. Um, listen, this was this was a heavy episode. I mean, uh, I, I, was, I really had to blow off some steam. I know you did too. Guys, make sure you like, subscribe, YouTube, Spotify. Share. share. We're trying to make this thing happen. We are making it happen. And um, listen, next week, our first guest everyone's like when you bring in guests when you bring in guests i'm like listen me and abes could carry a podcast we could talk for five hours straight and it'll be interesting for the most part you know what i mean but we have a guest coming i'm not even gonna say who it is it's it's good but if you're smart enough it is a massive guest who do you think is gonna be our first guest you have to be you know if you don't understand who our first guest is then go back and you know get your head checked do Do the the math. math We got a big guest next week. Um, really excited. AMZ, I can't be, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Um, Thank you, know you for everything you guys have done to help me uh, grow the brand and grow everything we're doing together. It's going to, it's been listen, it's, it's, so amazing. Thanks to the city of Danbury. You guys have been great. And, and, listen, and like I say, just so everybody knows, people are kind of panicking like I'm leaving town forever. 
I am not leaving. Like, I'm going to play hockey somewhere else, but we got this going. Like, I got business to handle here. I got family here. AJ's my family. Our kids are family. We're all family. So it's like, don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. I'm still going to be here, and I'm going to make sure I pop my head in when I can. And and that's what I always tell people. We don't create businesses. We create cultures, whether it was hockey culture, boxing culture. Scrap City, this is a place people want to be at. So, again... It's, it's going to work out. The pie's not going anywhere, people. Make sure you, you know, and listen, you know, we, we got on the league a little bit. Danbury Hattricks, this is the year now we need to win another championship. Yeah. This is the Stick year, Hattricks, this is the year now that more than ever we need to win another chip. And uh, listen. Um, also, shout out to the UHL, New Hockey League. I want to give them a shout out. UHL. Yeah. It's the, That's uh, the league that was in. the league you were in. Yeah. So there's a new hockey league called the UHL. Yeah. Uh, up and coming. I, you got to watch these guys. There's lots of teams popping up. Um, well, hey, you never know what you never know where yeah. to, you never know what the future yeah, holds. You've seen but, a lot uh, of players moving to the federal to back and forth to yeah. a lot of federal league players going to the UHL right now. Well, so. listen, uh, again, shout out, of course, the home team, Danbury Hatchets, but now. The Fort Wayne comments, you are now part of the Evil Empire, whether you like it or not, and it's going to be Let's fun. Go. Got to do uh, some collaboration. Oh, yeah. So, guys, thank you. Like, subscribe, share, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.